I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's the Hollywood Life cast where we bring you the best exclusive celebrity news, the juicy celebrity interviews, insider secrets about all of your favorite stars and now your host former editor-in-chief of cosmo glamour and us weekly the president and editor-in-chief of hollywoodlife.com bonnie fuller hey guys this is the hollywood life podcast we are back and i'm sorry for all of you who are our regular fans i'm sorry that we're a couple days late but we have been so busy this week there's so much going on that we've been reporting on the Harvey Weinstein situation. We are going to talk all about that. Uh, Kylie's pregnancy, um, Chloe's pregnancy, and is Courtney pregnant too? We will get back to all of that in just a minute because I'm not alone here in my Hollywood Life podcast studio. I'm here with our editorial coordinator, Ali Stagnita. I, you know, I knew when you walked in that you were going to be complete bad news, and I ran towards you anyway. I believed you anyway. I fell for you anyway. That's me. Hey, guys. <laughs> What's up? Thanks for having me, Bonnie and Gino. You sound like so many of ourselves, because everybody falls for somebody that is bad news. Bad, bad news. But somebody else who's bad, bad news right here in our podcast studio, Gino, the producer. He's bad. Most times I'm a kind warrior out here. Occasionally I am challenged. And in that case, the kind warrior must, must, must become a samurai. That intro's fire. I don't care if you're rolling your eyes out. It's a hot one. It's a hot Shameless one. Shameless plug so, here for Gino. So sorry. So sorry, you guys. Because he's so bad. So sorry. Well, yeah, Allie, don't cross me. We'll see what your intro is like next week. Oh. He, he who controls the intro um, drops. I know. You have too much power. That's true. And we are not about men having power right no. now. Bonnie, I'm drunk on power. <laughs> <laughs> what, Bonnie, what has ever gone wrong from a man having too much power? Oh, yeah. Everything? <laughs> yes. Why, oh, why don't we have our first female president? Can I just point that out? Like, it's been another reason we're late this week. So much news emanating out of that big orange ball based yep. in Washington. Well, before we get to all the things that we hate, why don't we talk about something <laughs> that, that we love, which is our Great. crushes, which we do at every week. So let's start with at Ali Stegnita on all the social medias. Ali, what are you crushing on this week? I am totally crushing on, I have a girl crush on Ashley Graham, and I just love there we go um i am i have a total girl crush on ashley graham she um posted a video of her doing 
an amazing workout and she got all these this backlash from her followers that were telling her not to work out anymore like you say that you love your body but why are you trying to get skinny and just all this stuff and she fought back and was like I work out so I can be healthy I don't exactly. work out because I'm you know I love my body and that's why I work out because I want to do good for it good you for her you know and, and so I, that just really empowered me to kind of She's so empowering as herself. And then just the words of it, you know, you work out not to lose weight or not to be skinny. But because it's good for you. Yeah. It makes you feel good. Exactly. And, you know, there's all these studies that show that the more that when you work out, you are working out your internal organs, your heart, your lungs and your brain. Absolutely. That you make your brain cells better and stronger and fire faster. And. Working out actually doesn't make you lose much weight, sadly. It's no in the kidding. kitchen. No kidding. Abs are made in the kitchen. Yeah. Um, but let's be real, guys. When you, What really motivates you to get your ass in the gym, though, when you're not feeling it? It's vanity, isn't it? Like, don't you want... Like, doesn't everybody want to improve their body in the gym? That's why I'm in there. Well, I have love I handles, so I'm always up oh trying to get rid of those. But also, it makes yeah. you feel so much better. Yeah, like, I, I don't think I could keep going at Hollywood Life for the marathon of life that we have here if I didn't work out. It gives you endurance, stamina. I've been boxing lately. It's oh, really, I love boxing. It's really been, uh, it's been killing me. Yeah, so, and it, just Ashley Graham has some great fitspo on her uh, Instagram. And so, you know, if you're working out for the sake of vanity or because someone pushed you to go to the gym check out her her account and get some good fitspo on there and yeah i get inspired i've met ashley a couple times um and mostly we've talked about plus size modeling and the body positive stuff so i'm surprised since she's so prominent and and sort of the the plus size world that she would get this kind of reaction since it's she's so established as like a famous woman for her curves yeah and she's smart to work out because she wants just that she wants to feel good she wants to make her body healthy and a brain healthy yeah well uh good crush ali let's move on to at bonnie underscore fuller on instagram and bonnie full at bonnie fuller on twitter what are you crushing on bonnie i'm crushing on gretchen carlson the former fox and friends anchor who then had her own show and then who sued roger ailes the ceo of fox news for sexual harassment and won 20 million dollars and she would just came in here and we recorded a podcast which you we will be posting um next week monday i believe she has a new book coming out called be fierce and she is just totally fierce she was very courageous when she um launched her lawsuit 15 months ago she was the first like she broke open the floodgates of being uh of attacking really powerful men who were sexual harassers and um once she did it other women came forward at Fox News. There was a slew of women who came forward at Fox News and spoke out against Roger doing the same thing to them. And then there were women who came forward about um, Bill O'Reilly, who was one of the stars of Fox News for like 20 years. And he ended up being pushed out of Fox News, though he never admitted to doing it. He still claims that these are all allegations. Nevertheless, they made settlements. And uh, I think that she opened the door to women coming forward about Harvey Weinstein. Like she showed that you could have the courage to do it. And she gave other women the courage. So she is my crush. Absolutely. Yeah, it seems like she she lost her place at Fox for doing so, but it gained an even higher place in sort of... Uh, public esteem i would say yeah. um, i'm urging her to run for president yes Gret- bonnie is <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, she was Miss America. Why not be the yeah, first? Yeah, yes. Why Leadership's not. in her blood. Why the hell not? It would be nice to have a friend of the Hollywood Life podcast in the Oval Office. <laughs> it could maybe really... Call her up. Could he help her ratings at all? Maybe give mm. us a... She's got way better hair than the current resident. <laughs> <laughs> she does. She has great hair. And nice skin. Really not dyed skin. orange. Really pretty eyes. Uh, all right. <laughs> for, 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 and much smarter and more articulate. Very. Very articulate. She was great. Um, let, let me just uh, quickly, a little plug. We haven't reminded you guys to give us ratings and reviews. In a oh, long yeah. Time. Can you please, our listeners, we love you guys. And there's a lot of you out there. And we haven't really been getting any ratings and reviews in a while. So if you like this show, it would really help us keep it going. I mean, this is like the literally the only podcast that I know of that doesn't run ads. We've been running this show ad-free for like over two years. Um, all we ask is that you give us a little review on iTunes. And that helps out the show immensely. Um, all right. Plug aside, you can follow me at Gino Orlandini and for all my crushes and something big news just broke, at least in my world. So James uh, Bond 25 is coming up the 25th installment of the Bond series. And according, Crazy. according to some exclusive reporting on HollywoodLife.com, the Dark Knight director himself, Christopher Nolan, is in talks to direct. The 25th installment of the Bond franchise. You heard it at Hollywood Life first. And there's going to be some, apparently, some interesting changes to Bond's je ne sais quoi. So he's always been a, a notorious, like, like a ladies' man, you could say. He Womanizer. Yet. But they're saying that, or our reporting is saying that the producers want him to be married in the 25th installment and kind wow. of change up his whole vibe. Is he going to marry Wonder Woman? <laughs> no, different, different. Different, different universes. <laughs> I know, but who else could marry Bond? Uh, M, Q, M, I don't know. One of the, there's plenty of ladies. Q around. or Me. M, they're all initials. Me. <laughs> yeah, important. I don't know. And Daniel Craig will be, is also coming back. That, that's old news. But um, it would be great to see I, what I think is the best director in movies right now sort of remake this franchise. I think it could use a little. That, yeah, it, it needs freshening. Yeah, a little. Absolutely. Fa- little facelift. Um, but. That is our crushes. Um, Bonnie, I think you should kick us off because we have to get from 007 to an investigation of something much more dubious and real, which is the Harvey Weinstein scandal. Yeah, dubious. (laughs) Not dubious. That's the thing. Okay, so for anybody who has been in Antarctica for like the last week or so, Harvey Weinstein is the um, CEO or was the CEO of the Weinstein Company. He has been a mover and shaker movie producer in Hollywood for like 30 years, won many, many Oscars, won Oscars for Shakespeare in Love, won Oscars for, um, oh, The King's Speech. Uh, He has had like the best top actresses and actors working for him. And there's always there's there's always been rumors that he was kind of a tough guy to work for. You know, I I heard rumors in New York that he was a bit of a yeller, you know, just tough, like one of those bosses that was very challenging, made you work super long hours, highly demanding. But I never heard the rumors that exploded this week. And and um, so first story dropped on the front page of the New York Times. And then the next day, big expose in New Yorker magazine. And both were all about women, various women who claimed that Harvey Weinstein had 
sexually harass them, sexually abuse them and rape them and force the, and some said he had forced them to commit oral sex on him. One woman said that he forced her to be like stand there while he gave her oral sex, but serious, serious allegations of extreme sexual assault and a ton of allegations of just like even weirder stuff where he's just sort of like negotiating all kinds of sort of uh new women in industry to like come up to his hotel room and he would like ask to masturbate in front of them that was well there was one one woman on the record who said that he he got her into this uh restaurant after hours in a hallway no one was around he blocked the way to get out and then he forced her to to well he masturbated in front of her and forced her to watch like because he wouldn't let her go until he finished yeah. and he's always like asking Scary. for massages and back rubs and just like what are, it seems like and there was a obviously some audio that came out where he's just like negotiating for basically whatever he can get from them and being really manipulative like why would you blow up this friendship over this for over five minutes just stay five minutes you know right. and he's like i do this all the time and just, you hear it goes you do this all the time yeah. and that I mean, she she admitted on the on the yeah. wiretap that he had groped her breasts right Exactly. And he wanted her to come in his room and even, and I think what he wanted, cause she said, made it clear she didn't want to have sex with him. He wanted to masturbate in front of her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is, I don't really get as a sexual request. Maybe it's just not my thing. But <laughs> what, um, So happy to have you share that. I don't really understand the gratification of having someone else watch. I don't know. It seems like that's private times, but, um, Let's get into the celebrity reaction to this, because I think people know the kind of contours of the story and Harvey Weinstein is this big figure, but celebs have come out in force. Uh, I mean, every day it's been incredible revelations. Well, first of all, and I think this is one of the most, like the very most serious, is that Rose McGowan um, alleged that he raped her when she was just a starting actress and that he, she did go in, I think, one or two of his movies Mm -hmm. subsequently but that he then blocked her career from advancing because she wouldn't continue having a sexual relationship with him. And she, she's been very vocal on Twitter, tweeting about this. Maybe too vocal. She's crossed. She how, might've, might've crossed the line. How do you cross a line when you're tweeting about being raped? Well, the um, Twitter had to, there was, there was this big controversy that she was briefly blocked from twitter and of course that's why there was the the women's uh, boycott well, none of us are tweeting today right mm-hmm. in solidarity with her they said because she published somebody's phone number right which is against right. twitter's p- policies you, but why don't you just delete that one tweet they could have just deleted the tweet well, trump should post someone's phone number they the, yeah. re- the reason they have that policy is because you know it, once you publish one phone number you could do it again and again and again and so they put her account on pause i mean this is according to them they put her account on pause she that tweet was deleted Deleted, and then they reinstated her account. So it was it was a brief suspension for a violation of a rule. Okay. Well, she you know she also um, she went after another executive. Oh, at Amazon. at Amazon, she went after Jeff Bezos because Bezos. Bezos. He. I know. I always pronounce everyone's name. Why, if there's two ways to pronounce a name, do I do it the wrong way? <laughs> okay. So Jeff Bezos. He has Amazon Studios and she sold a script to Amazon Studios and then the guy who was in charge of it sexually harassed her. And so she said she told Jeff 
Bezos, 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 that you cannot, you've got to get rid of this guy. And she told him and he didn't get rid of the guy. So she exposed that as well. Now the guy's been suspended Mm -hmm. from his job. Now that doesn't mean he's going to be fired, but he's suspended for the moment. His name's Ray Price. Roy. Ray or Roy? I believe it's Roy Price. A few more women came out against him too. And one of them was a producer on um, Man in the High Castle and said that he came up to her and her father was a... um, famous novelist and their last name was dick and he came up to her and he was like i love dick and then he like screamed in her ear at a party about anal and just i mean horrible oh, horrible uh, things. what is wrong with these people and so these men he's, he's done i want to make one more uh, point about rose mcgowan because i think this is important i brought this up to gretchen carlson that i think you know people who are on the right side of this issue and who oppose this and and men who would never behave this way you know, it, it, this is a good time for solidarity and it's good. It's good. Good teaching moment. And Ryan Gosling came out on Instagram, I think, and made a really nice statement supporting the women and condemning. I'm um, really, supporting Rose. Really came after Harvey Weinstein Weinstein for doing, you know, doing all this. And, you know, he had worked with him and kind of felt bad that he had worked with him. And then Rose McGowan came after Ryan Gosling for not mentioning all the victims by name. And I just think like that also isn't quite the right move. Like Brian Gosling and a, a lot of men have come out, like so many Hollywood men have come out mm-hmm. and said they're ashamed. They have worked with Weinstein and they, you know, they didn't know about this and they wish they could have done more. And I just think it's kind of like divisive. Right. And but let's unnecessarily get back, divisive. Let's get back to more of the allegations because very big actresses, Absolutely. Angelina Jolie, Gwyneth Paltrow, yeah. both came forward and Angelina said that uh, Harvey made a pass at her. At, well, she's alleging that he made a pass at her and that she, you know, got like she did not succumb to him and that she subsequently has warned many other actresses against working with him. And then Gwyneth Paltrow also said that Harvey Weinstein, who mentored her career like she was in the movie emma when she was just 22 and that was an oscar nominated movie then she starred in shakespeare in love which she won best actress award for and that he also had um she alleged that he i believe had grabbed her groped her breasts like reached for her breasts and that she told her then boyfriend brad pitt about it and brad confronted harvey at a public event and told him if you ever get your hands on my girlfriend again or lay a hand on my girlfriend again. I'm going to give you a Missouri whooping. (laughs) A Missouri whooping. What's what's crazy though is I think this, she's alleging that all of this stuff happened and then she still worked with him on Shakespeare in Love and then thanked him from the stage. Yes. When she won the Oscar. Oscar. A lot of women worked with him. Ashley Judd Judd also came forward and said that he had, sexually harassed her and she then went on and worked with him on other films like she rebuffed him you know i have to really commend ashley judd too because she was the first one to really the first big actress to really come forward in that first new york times expose and say you know he did do this and the fact that she you know she felt her only way out of it was to say i will when you give me when you win me an oscar that was her out Right, when she got out of the room. Because he she was what he he trapped her in a closet. Right. He would get women to come up to his hotel suites and his room. Schedule meetings. Yes. And pretend they were business. And he would have like his 
assistants, he would make them collude with him mm-hmm. to get the women there. The assistants would deliver the women. The New York Times, and then would, they'd leave. Yeah, the New York Times is reporting that uh, Weinstein would use sort of young, attractive assistants, kind of as like what they call a honeypot, which was to make the the women he was going to victimize feel more comfortable. Feel comfortable. So he would have like a young assistant in the room. And, and when the actress came in, and then the assistant would leave, and then that's when Harvey would com- right. commence. Right, he'd go in. Mm-hmm. And Cara Delevingne even said that at one point she asked the assistant to get the car when she felt uncomfortable that she didn't want to go up to the room, and the assistant said, no, you should go up with him. I mean, that is just beyond my wild. Especially as a woman and women to women, you help each other. You get each other out of a, a situation like that. You don't. Put other women in those situations. Yeah, it seems like there well, might have been systemic then, issues what, at the Weinstein what he, company. Oh no, there was definitely systemic issues. But what he did to Kara is that Kara. Oh, you see, okay. you see, it's like a mental we, disorder yes, I have it is. about we names. Know. Let's move on. Okay, Kara. So he got got Kara there, and then he tried to convince her to do a three way with him. Yeah. To have another woman, because I guess he knew that she was a lesbian. Who was the third? And so I don't. It was just a random woman. She said, and she got up there, and he tried to make her make out with him and also with the girl with, with the, the girl. other woman and also she he told Kara that she would never get a role in Hollywood yes. if if she was a lesbian he's the only only way that she could get a role and she said no I'm not doing that she and she tried to sing she was like did you know that I can sing like she just wanted the, a meeting she wanted to try to keep it professional so she tried to distract him by singing in front of him. Who was it that opened Oh, okay, here. Here's another. Here's a breaking news story. Angie Everhart, she was a top model who became an actress, says Harvey Weinstein masturbated in front of her and everybody knew. Yeah, see, this it was like an open secret, of mm-hmm. course, like because like Seth MacFarlane made a joke about this. 30 That's Rock right. had like, a joke about 30 this. 30 Rock was like, in retrospect, made an insane, mm-hmm. not like they made an insane reference. Do you have a Gino to play? And it's yeah. actually true and i guess when it when it was in 30 rock it was just considered a joke yeah. right but they I'll, knew I'll but they knew we didn't know but right. they knew yeah the open secret in hollywood and here's the proof congratulations you five ladies no longer have to pretend to be attracted to harvey weinstein <laughs> oh please i'm not afraid of anyone in show business i turned down intercourse with harvey weinstein on no less than three occasions out of five <laughs> You see? I mean, that's a great joke. That three out of five. Well, and how about when you hear the crowd respond to Seth MacFarlane and you hear them all applaud and yeah. laugh? Like it was like they an all insider know. joke. I remember. They all know. I like they thought that. it was this. In, they were laughing, but mm-hmm. it's such a serious, horrible thing. But I think. And he was serious. You see his face now when you watch it. He's like dead serious because he. His friend Jessica Barth was one of the first people in that New York Times expose. Right, he had first person experience with this. But I, watching that at the time, I just thought, oh, like Harvey's an older guy; he's kind of creepy, and it's kind of known that he's kind of creepy. I didn't have any sense that of any of this. Obviously, no one did. Um, did but also, I guess that if I, I, first of all, I hadn't heard any of this. But I think if I had, I would have thought, well, maybe he like hits on women and he has affairs. Like I probably would thought, yeah. would have think right. he was cheating and having affairs with some of the of the actresses, but consensual affairs. Right. I, I sure never imagined that he was raping women and masturbating mm-hmm. in front of women, and ugh, like it's just horrible. Threatening their careers. Yes, but that's the thing. He would he would consistently threaten their careers and say. You basically, you'll never work in this town again if you don't do this with me. The New York Times is also re- reporting, or at least maybe speculating, um, that it's kind of because Harvey's 
influence on Hollywood has waned in recent years. He's not quite the superpower producer that he was, and and that sort of made him more vulnerable. I think when maybe women felt more comfortable coming out now because he's less capable of ruining your career. Who was it? Was it Ashley Judd who broke this open? Yes. The first person yes. who came well, first. the lead of the, the New York expose. I don't think it's that. I don't think. I think he's pretty powerful still. I mean, King's Speech won the Oscar. It wasn't that long ago? Just a couple of years ago. But now we're hearing the Weinstein Company might be done. That's right. Well, he's been fired from the Weinstein Company, mm-hmm. but he is suing them because he's saying that they shouldn't have fired him. But there is a now a report that the whole company is going to close. You know, you've done something bad when the company with your name on it. Fires okay, you? wait. Okay, here's the Angie Everhart because this just broke. So let me just read this to you, Angie Everhart. Everhart just revealed that she that Harvey Weinstein broke into the room where she was sleeping on a yacht, held her at bay, and masturbated. Jesus. She said the incident happened more than 10 years ago on a yacht during the Cannes Film Festival in France. And she had just arrived from the U.S., was jet lagged and went to a cabin and fell asleep. The next thing she knew, Weinstein was over her, blocking the door and pleasuring himself. A monster. She said he told her not to tell anyone, but I told everyone, Angie said. She said she told other actors, producers, anyone who would listen. And they all said, oh, that's just Harvey. They all know. Oh, it, it that's is. just Harvey? No, but it is. See, <laughs> that's but literally oh, now what he... I'm wondering, Barack Obama and Michelle Obama sent their daughter to work for him. Clearly, I they mean... did not know. And nobody Malia told them. Stories. I doubt he would no, try anything well, with Malia. One, he, one... he tried it with Gwyneth Paltrow, whose parents were all, were you know, big Hollywood actors sure. and actresses. And same with Angelina Jolie. And same with this other woman whose father was, you know, big film festival guy. Don't you think that didn't Har- stop him? Uh, no, apparently. No. Well, according to the one, cup, there was a couple of sources in one of these stories that said that he was always careful to be on his best behavior around Malia. Don't. But but listen, not. But think about it. The Obamas sent their daughter. That means nobody warned them. All of the people that they know, and they know lots of people in Hollywood, said to them, "I wouldn't do that. That's not a good idea." Yeah, that's crazy. So there was this. sort of conspiracy of silence even to the president or the former president of the United States. Don't you think on a side note Harvey Weinstein looks a little bit like Shrek? (laughs) Somebody (laughs) made a joke about that. (laughs) Yeah, he does. Just just thought of it. Yeah. It's not really relevant. Uh, Well, Shrek had far finer character than Harvey (laughs) Weinstein. (laughs) Yeah, he's Shrek is like... Shrek is lovely. Okay, (laughs) now here's a weird one too. Insulting Shrek. So a lot of women now a lot of women have come forward. I think just about the only one who hasn't there's two women who haven't said that he harassed them. And I, I am wondering about and that's Jennifer Lawrence and Nicole Kidman, both of who worked with him a lot. Nicole yeah. worked with him on five or six films. There is room. Six films. And I think that she's not coming out because she I she must have given in to his well wow. that's also that's, the, what I that's think. also the rumor about jennifer lawrence that she yeah. acquiesced to his sexual I, okay. we don't know that but these rumor. are rumors no, i don't rumors. and i think the last thing that we want to do is it is like shame, shame anyone exactly shame women who um are not speaking for themselves like that's just not right that's the yeah. wrong thing to do but it is we, strange that not like all that nicole has said is that she wants other actresses to young actresses to be careful, but not based on him, but just in general to be careful. And Jay law said that this was horrible and, you know, inexcusable behavior. Yeah, and like great for the women for coming forward, but 
neither but of them. So. Neither of them has had a story, has has said that he did anything. But maybe he didn't. He didn't do this to everybody because there are women he worked with. Of course. Actresses that say they had a very good experience with him and that he never um, took advantage of them or tried anything. Can I ask you Michelle Williams? Can I ask too. you guys kind of a personal question? So I, I had um and kind of an experience with this. I my first job I worked at Nordstrom and in um in women's cosmetics, actually, weirdly. And I thought you were in the shoe department. I started I started in the shoe department and then I <laughs> made a lateral move across the aisle, literally, over to women's cosmetics and oh men's fragrance. Anyway, and my boss sorta sort of had a thing for me and and made it very clear and I was not into it. Female or male? Female. Okay. And um and it just created all this tension. I eventually had to quit and I you know, I, my career with Nordstrom was essentially over from there because of just the kind of weirdness of that. Have you guys ever? Now, when you say that she made it clear, what did she do? I don't really want to. I don't really want to get into it, but it was. Do we need to? Do we need well, help? did she ask you out? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay. And you just she said, didn't like touch you. No, but it was just a lot of like. I don't want to get too into it, but yeah, there was just a lot of like gestures and and it was it, inappropriate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just way over the line, and then I oh have, well, then that is harassment. She harassed you. Yeah, that is sexual harassment. I, and I, I like. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I mentioned it to the company on my, my way out on my exit interview um, because they said they'd give me like two weeks pay if I told them the story. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I was like, sure. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm a big man and it's not I, I don't think I have the perspective on this that probably a lot of women do do you guys you guys have both worked in Ali I know you're new but Bonnie you've been in, in the media industry for a long time and Ali you're you've been coming up you go to a lot of events you you know deal with a lot of different people as our publicists have you guys had experiences like this um i've only i really haven't had anything major happen thank god i did have when i was a student trying to break into newspapers um i got i met a guy who was like the managing editor of one of the uh newspapers it might have been the london um london ontario newspaper and he was in in toronto to meet with students to get hire uh, students who'd worked there for the summer. And he did have me meet him for dinner, which is a bit odd. And then he did tell, ask me to come up to his room to call somebody that we both knew. Like there were not cell phones in those days. And I thought that was kind of weird. And I tried not to, but I did go, which is probably pretty stupid that I went. And then um, we did call that person and I made sure to stay on the side of the bed near the door. And then I just left. Like he never tried anything, but I think that he was luring me up there so that if I was willing, if he was, if he was cuter, is there any, was there any chance, Bonnie? 
No effing way. You just weren't into it? Oh, my God. No. This is before you were married, obviously. Yes. No, it creeped me out. It did creep me out. He was much older than you. Yes, he was a lot older. But it creeped me out that he even invited me up to his room. I thought that was creepy. Yeah. And I, I, I think he was hoping that I would be friendlier. So that's the only thing I've ever had happen. Now, covering, I used to go out and cover a lot of events at night and I covered a lot of nightclubs actually for Women's Wear Daily. And our sister uh, site now. Yes. Now our sister site wasn't then. Well, then it was a only a print publication and I would go to a lot of clubs and I would interview celebrities. I'd be trying to get celebrities. So, um, I did have, um, David Bowie, kiss me yes oh my <laughs> god and he was drunk and i had billy idol kiss me and try what? and get me to go with him billy to his room idol? yes <laughs> billy idol oh wanted god. me to go to back to his room Whoa. <laughs> they were both drunk <laughs> i know <laughs> <laughs> oh but man they, i was like geez if i was a groupie i would have been right. in heaven yeah <laughs> i mean in both I, cases i was just like uh <laughs> i gotta go now <laughs> that's, that's great I, so i don't know do you consider that sexual harassment is that's that a, just a good time those Bonnie. are rock stars <laughs> i mean i guess if it's like i, I like i guess if you didn't like it but I mean, I wouldn't mind. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't mind, uh, David Bowie, like when you're trying, you're talking to him and all of a sudden he puts his arm around you and this leans yeah, over. Yeah, be like, that's so romantic. <laughs> it was not romantic. It's like, it's like what Donald Trump says, when you're a celebrity, you can do whatever you want. No, but I, uh, have I ever, I think, I don't think that I've ever been in that position. I mean, Hollywood life is my first job out of college and so... I've never, ever faced any sort of harassment or anything within this office. Um, Good. I'm very (laughs) glad to hear that. (laughs) Um, I mean, sometimes when I would be sitting one-on-one in conversations with professors in college, like male professors, I would just be nervous. Like, not that I thought that they had any intentions, not that I thought that they were thinking that way. But in my head, I was like, I feel like I always just need to be on guard as a woman. Like that would, that would always be something that would go through my head. Like I shouldn't wear something too revealing. I shouldn't wear, you know, cause you know, you just don't know who you're going to meet with. You don't know who, what their well, it is true. ulterior motives See, are. When I was in college, I, I'm older than you. I, that would never have occurred to me. I would never have thought that a professor, um, or even like just a man in authority would ever do anything. Mm-hmm. But that's the changing times because we're so times. much more aware now that this does happen. Right. And I wasn't at that time aware of it. It would just, I would have been shocked. But I, I mean, yeah, I met with lots of professors, you know, in their little offices and mm-hmm. stuff. It never yeah. went yeah, across No one's my ever mind. been super creepy to me. And also I think though, because I also kind of hold myself really you know, if you come near me, I will kick your ass. Because, <laughs> because I, you know, I like I've, I've gone, I hold myself like that. I've gone to a lot of events, like night events and stuff, and covered a lot of things for Hollywood Life too. All kinds of like parties and and I and never got harassed. I'm very disappointed. That I, ne- I never got any love. I feel very like left out. Do you? Hope. When you walk down the street, like, do you hear guys cat call girls? 
I, ever. I don't. I, I, the thing is, I have like all my female friends in New York report to this to me that this is like an incessant and yeah. constant and daily. Even my friend, like I don't, I'm not going to say her name, but she, I think she blogs about this. She just recently started getting in better shape and started working out her butt. And she's very top heavy. She's got very beautiful breasts, which she's very proud of. And she likes to put them on display. And she always gets whistled for that. And she told me that now that she's like doing squats and working out now she's getting cat called for her butt so it's even like not just she gets harassed but she gets harassed specifically oh yeah they're wow. specific targeted about her changing body like it's it's so the level is crazy that is disgusting like it's what disgusting. is why why do men feel like they can do that like even feel like they can do it right there's and a culture get, here in new york of it well it's not, it's not just like in that new york, where i'm from not just like not just like that in new york every city that i've gone to when i was in school in dc when i lived out in la when i've been here on the street it doesn't matter if i'm wearing sweats if I'm wearing a t-shirt, I, it doesn't matter. I could be walking in a dress. They will call out something and you're scared to say something back because th- there's like a what, fire that burns within you. And right. you want What sp- kind of guys? Oh, whether it's construction workers, whether it's homeless people, whether it's just men walking down the street, you see them turn. It happens to me in front of the building. I'll be walking and really? guys will be like, you're smoking hot. Is it? And um, I'm like, oh my God, I literally have no makeup okay, on and I'm walking let, in the Let's building. talk about for a minute, like why men do this? Because right. we talked to Gretchen about that. And for those of you who are interested in this topic, which I hope you are, um, we're going to be posting her her podcast on Monday. But it's it, we talked about why they do it. And they said she believes it's a power trip. Like it's they're trying to have power over you. Right. Because you wonder, like, is it that they really want sexual like to relieve their sexual urges like saying you're smoking hot like does that i guess it like, makes them it feel what right. does it do yeah. for you and the thing like, is do they though, think that you're gonna turn around and go hey baby hey, let's go for yeah, a drink let's do it yeah no i mean and the thing is though that what happens is when you if and when you turn around and you say like f off mm-hmm. then they're really mad because you took the power away because hmm. you're like nobody you're not doing that to me today Dude, I think there, there's this sign. Can I just play this real quick? Yeah. There's this Seinfeld bit that I think relates to this about the phenomenon of well, he's you know a what New you York sh- guy. You should just turn around and go, well, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> right. But then it's scary because you think, yeah. you know, what if he socks me in the face or so? You know, yeah, that's if, true. If he has the balls to yell at me walking down the street. But what do they get off on doing that? It's a mystery. And, and I think Seinfeld has summed up this mystery. Okay. Well. I would like okay. to know what men are really thinking. The truth, the honest truth of what men are really thinking. Because I, I could tell you. Would you like to know? <laughs> yes. Right, yes. I would like to know. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I can vouch for that. <laughs> We're not thinking anything. We're just walking around, looking around. <laughs> this is the only natural inclination of man. <laughs> to just kind of check stuff out. <laughs> We work because they force us to, but other than that, this is the really only thing we want to do. <laughs> we like women, we want women, but that's pretty much as far as we thought. That's why we're honking car horns, yelling from construction sites. These are the best ideas we've had so far. <laughs> honking true. the car horn amazes me. This has got to be just the last living brain cell in this guy's skull that comes up with this idea. I mean, it's I don't understand. It's so awful. She's on the street. He's in the car. Beep, beep. (laughs) (laughs) 
I think I made my point. <laughs> that's right? It's just like, it makes no sense. None. I, I, that's why I always love that bit from Seinfeld. Just sums it up for me because it's so mysterious to me. I think it. Do you notice, Ali, that a lot of times it's men in groups? Because I think in that situation, it's men signaling to the other men that they're cool. Sometimes it's men in groups. I mean, especially if it's like a construction site or something. But sometimes it's men literally just walking alone and they will be old. They will be young. They will be black, white, red, green. It doesn't matter. They will say something. And I always and I get at first I would just be creeped out and start walking faster. Now I get mad and I am like. I, I want to kill them. Do you see good regular do, regular blokes like me doing this, or do yes, really? Oh, I get men in suits, really? in suits after after work. Well, you know what? Those guys in suits are probably sexually harassing in their offices. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it just sickens me. What can I wear then you know, that will and, signal and, and so I'm, do this? And so something that like I wonder too, and it, do you know why I asked you if you ever see women that this happens to? Because I'm like, sometimes guys are walking down the street right next to me, and I'm like... You know, so the other night I wanted to go link arms with with one of them. I was like, can I, like, you pretend to be my boyfriend for a second? Because this guy won't leave me alone. It's weird that I've never seen this in New York, but I just haven't. You know, and it's interesting. I don't, I have to ask my daughters. I've never oh, mentioned yeah. it. Now, I like my older daughter because she now has a big pit bull. So like, I yeah. like my older daughter, but I don't like my younger No, no, no but I like that she has <laughs> yes. a, a big pit bull because yeah. that probably prevents men oh, from yeah. saying anything because I have to say Popcorn's a pretty scary looking pit bull. Mm -hmm. He's the sweetest thing, but he looks scary. But Layla's never said anything. So I'm going to have to ask my daughters about this. And I'm going to have to have a talk with the sons and the and the husband and make sure they're Absolutely. not doing anything like this. Exactly. Seriously. Like I would never conceive that, that any guys I know would ever do this. The, no. other, the other thing is th that I think is emblematic of this is um, obviously I talk a lot about like dating apps and stuff. And when I connect with someone on a dating app, I don't know if you've had this experience, Allie, is I get a lot of these comments from them where they're like expecting that I'm going to ask them for an, a naked picture or expect them that I'm going to say, they're like, I'm surprised you haven't said anything sexual to me yet or asked me for a On dating apps? Because yes. that is the majority of the messages or, that we get. Or send, send a dick are... pic or, you know, I'm, I'm almost shocked like this because I never say anything sexual on a dating app ever. It's always like shouldn't. chit chat. And then, you know, because my goal is to one day have a girlfriend, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, and I just feel like the dick listeners, the, the dick is crazy. listeners, you've heard it here first. One day, Gino, age 36, <laughs> would like a girlfriend. It's hard out here. Ooh. But I hear this over and over from women yeah. and they say that the first thing they get is some kind of sexual request or a picture of the guy's penis mm -hmm. or request for them to send a picture yeah. of them naked. And it's, and it's, 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 as soon as they connect, the first First thing is yeah. sex, 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 sex. Or they'll message you, like, not just that, or they'll be like, you're so hot. And like, what? Can't you just say hi? Yeah. Like, or, like why would I respond? Like, yeah. Why would I respond to that? Well, that's boring, though. What, what's a good opener? Someone, so I have red hair. <laughs> and someone once messaged me, does the carpet match the drapes? Oh my God. That's horrible. That was the, the, and I was just like, delete. <laughs> Unmatch. Okay. Um, let's get back to celebrities and to <laughs> Harvey Weinstein. Okay. Because, you know, I think that's very interesting that we're, that we have such bad sexual behavior that you're seeing on the street alley mm -hmm. and that both of you are seeing on dating apps, yeah. but it's very much, I guess, fueled by the kind of like this, uh, 
the kind of behavior that Harvey Weinstein was able to get away with, like being allegedly a sexual predator because on the, we talked to Gretchen about this, like there's wide forms of sexual harassment. So there's the guy who you work with or at your office who always seems to stand too close and who makes little remarks and may, you know, brush up against you. And like the kind of subtle sexual harassment that you might go, oh, is that really him or is it me? Am I just imagining it? Is, am I being weird about this? Two, you know, much more aggressive kinds of sexual harassment. If there were a guy, you're out with a man and all of a sudden he like grabs you and tries to kiss you and grope you to a Harvey Weinstein who um, allegedly like lures you up to their room and, and try and then forces you to commit like oral sex or rapes you or he's any like a, of those things. He's like all of he's, the above. Like, he's, he's all a cart. But I mean, to me, I even wonder, is that even sexual harassment or is that, uh, that's just a rapist? Is that just rapist behavior? I think he, if that's well, what he did. Uh, allegedly he's done it all. Um, but I mean, that's that broad. Like you have all of this, like a broad width of things that are all within sexual harassment, sexual abuse. Yeah, it's yeah. A, yeah, it's a spectrum of behavior. Should we wrap this up? I mean, do we have more to say on celebrities? And we went. Into- oh, here, here. This is interesting because Quentin Tarantino, who's a very famous filmmaker, who has worked a lot with Harvey Weinstein. H- Harvey produced the, his last film, actually. Like the Django, hateful, the right? Hateful, no, The Hateful Eight. The Hateful Eight. Yeah. And he also produced Inglorious Bastards. Mm-hmm. Was that it? Uh, he Pulp Fiction. Pulp fiction. Pulp fiction, yeah. So like um, one of the greatest. I think he did *Inglorious Bastards* too, because with Brad. Yeah, with Brad Pitt. So the thing is, is that he worked a lot with Quint- uh, Quentin Tarantino. Worked a lot with Harvey. It's and strange he, that Brad would work with him after the thing with Gwen. No. On *Inglorious Bastards*. Well, the way that's been explained is that there was kind of no, there was no contact with Harvey Weinstein. It's like financing. Brad was working with Quentin Tarantino. That's how, that's how hard it is to get money for movies. You're like, oh, he is a rapist, but um, he's putting well, it together. He didn't rape Gwyneth. No. He, he grabbed her and right. years I, ago. Probably and, that's all Brad knew, maybe. Hopefully. Yes, hopefully. Hopefully. But so here's the weird thing. I guess Quentin doesn't have his own Twitter. So he asked his friend Amber Tamblin, the actress, to post this tweet from him. <laughs> this is an old man thing to do. <laughs> for the last week, I've been stunned and heartbroken about the revelations that have come to light about my friend for 25 years, Harvey Weinstein. I need a few more days to process my pain, emotions, anger, and memory, and then I will speak publicly about it. So he's processing, but it sort of bothers me that he said it's about his pain. Like, why is he saying this is about his pain? I can understand his anger and his emotions, but I don't get that it would be about Quentin's pain. Like, it should be the pain of all these women that were actually attacked and harassed. Maybe he feels like a betrayal from from his friend. I mean, it sounds like all these people knew to an extent that he was kind of like you said, Bonnie, like a screamer and he was kind of tough in the office and maybe he had these flings on the side, but I don't think that they knew the extent of it and I don't think that they knew that he was a predator. Um, But... And let's be so, honest, Quentin Tarantino is like pretty creepy on his it, own. Like yeah, I'm he he's a little bit like Hitchcock in that he gets very obsessed with the starlets who are in his films and he like he like specifically puts their feet in his movies for no reason. There's like all these gratuitous shots of different actresses' feet in all of his films, especially Uma Thurman. He's obsessed with her feet. It's just, he's kind of, he's kind of weird. He's got a foot fetish. Yeah, he does. Yeah, for uh, sure. He's fa- famously foot fetish. So anyway, that, I just thought that was a little odd that he was more talking about him, himself versus 
the victims of the alleged victims of Harvey Weinstein. It's hard to wrap your mind around this thing. It's it's, it's wild. And there's definitely more to come. I'm sure of it. Yes. And like a lot of people are saying, this is just going to open the door because there's other predators in Hollywood that will be exposed, that other other people will be coming forward. Yeah. Well, Bonnie, do you know what else there's about to be more of? More Kardashian Jenners. Yep. A lot more. Multiply, multiply, multiply. So... Kylie Jenner has not announced that she's pregnant, but she keeps doing these really funny things. Oh, she's like trolling us. Posting. Yeah, she's totally trolling us. Going on Instagram with herself in a parka. Come on, Kylie. A big shirt, like a giant shirt. Like she's so in- teasing. Like yes. she needs a parka in Calabasas. She's she's messing with us at this point, Bonnie. She is messing. And then she posted a picture that was just kind of showing her boobs. They and look huge. And we know what happens when you get pregnant. Huge. 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 And then, of course, there's Chloe Kardashian, who is also pregnant. And they're both about four months pregnant. And she went out and she was like in this big velour tracksuit. Like, we know she's been showing off her body for the last three years. And all of a sudden, she's in a big, fl- big, loose tracksuit. Right. It's so unlike them to not be flaunting this on social media and also for Kylie to be dressing the way she is. I mean, she has shown off her skin in more. I have seen more Kardashian <laughs> boobs and more Kardashian nipples than and I more have seen of my own. And butts. <laughs> I yeah. mean. We've, we've, well, we've been hearing that they've been working, Kris Jenner and Kylie have been working on what exactly the reveal is going to be. At first, they were in talks with maybe magazines doing it for some money. And now it seems like the word is that Kylie's going to make the reveal on her Instagram because why not have it on your own platform? That's what Beyonce did. But we've also been hearing a lot about Kylie's sort of like slightly fragile state of mind, especially concerning her relationship with Travis Scott, because Travis has been MIA lately. He's, he's working a lot. He's on tour. So they haven't been physically together in a long time. And we're hearing that Kylie has a lot of anxiety about that. And there's conflicting reports on there was reports well, that they split. Also, we heard no, that was not true. No, our, our reporting at Hollywood Life is that they're not split, that they've been texting and talking all the time and that. You know, they're cool. They're in good they're in a good relationship. That Travis is very excited and that he's I think he's sending her gifts and and massages and you know, he's he's there for her, but they haven't been physically together in a while in a little while because of his um touring schedule. But I think that uh, it's like she knows they're not you know, there's no commitment in terms of him moving in with her or talk of marriage. Like she's facing single motherhood. There's much more of a commitment with Tristan Thompson and that Chloe um, is buying a house in Cleveland Mm -hmm. and, um, but they are living together and that he's buying a house in Beverly or in California, Calabasas so that he can be close to her. Four houses. But still crazy. Like they're not, like I think they live together they in did, Cleveland. I'm not sure that they live together officially in Calabasas, but he's buying a house there. She has half his closet in Cleveland. An incredible display of shoes in his closet. So <laughs> um, I love Chloe. I think she's my favorite Kardashian. If we're if we're picking favorites. <laughs> Thanks for bringing that up. She's she's <laughs> Meanwhile, Kim is finally uh, acknowledged publicly that she does have a third baby on the way with a surrogate. Wow. Yes. And I think that her baby's coming just like a month ahead of the others. So yeah, and that's coming up. I mean, that's in three months. And there's all these she rum- put Kanye on a diet. There's all these rumors too that 
Courtney is pregnant. Is there anything to this? Our latest reporting is no. However, that if it happened, neither of them would be upset about it. Same thing with Sophia Ritchie and Scott Disick, that they're not trying. But if anything happened, Scott would be fine about it. I mean, don't any of these people believe in birth control? (laughs) Or condoms? Condoms, anyone? Is that old-fashioned of me? Um, well condoms are not you can't count on condoms like so many things happen to condoms I've been counting on them for a long time it hasn't failed me once wow Gino what anyway I don't have a track I didn't have a good track record with those (laughs) Um, neither did Travis Scott I wouldn't yeah I would not count on those he wasn't wearing one let's be real Um, and the Kardashians can afford birth control, unlike a lot of women who are going to be in trouble now that it's not covered by insurance, but wait, mandated. If, if Courtney was hypothetically pregnant, she's dating Eunice Benjima, not Scott. Was, right. was the rumor that it was Scott's? Or? No, Eunice. 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 Oh, Eunice. He's got those young sperm. I mean, she just pops them out, though. These and then days. she just snaps back. Right. Snaps. She's like, she pulls them out herself. Remember yeah. that? But, but like I said last week, she said on the show that she's not. she's open to having another one with Scott. So, I think she'd only have another baby with Scott. Why? I agree. She loves him, and yeah. he you loves think her. He, you think their he, end game? Really? Their end game. You think she still loves him? Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Why? And he would be with her if if Courtney called him right now and said Scott, like I want, or and said Courtney, I want to be with you. He would or whatever. He would drop Sophia Richie on her head. He would be like, "See ya." You think? Yes. Oh my gosh, he would drop anything to go be with You're Courtney. just a romantic. Yeah, but that, You're being very that, romantic. Thing, what Courtney says about that is that, and they, she had a conversation this week on the show with Chris Jenner about that, is that, yeah, that's what Scott says, that he would be there and he's so in love with her and so romantic, but that's all for show. It's all for the cameras because when she does give him a chance, he fucks it up every time. Yep. You see, I think he says one thing, does another. Yeah. And I think he's quite happy having his harem. <laughs> his harem of one. Yes. Sophia. Well, no, he's narrowed it down for maybe a week. Right, Bonnie Taylor calls Sophia Richie a whore. I did, I did not. <laughs> I did not say that. A harem. It's like he had Bella Thorne. Then a harem just Sophia. means he's got lots he's of women. Lots of women. Sorry. I did not. I would never call any woman that. <laughs> I think that's terrible. No. So, um, and why do you think she would take him back? When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. Why do I think? Yes. Allie, why do you think that Courtney Courtney would take him back in a second? Because he's the father to her children. And I think that she finds it important to have a father there for her children. And if it, you know, and bring the family together. I just, from what, in that keeping up with the Kardashian 10 year anniversary special, she, 
there's still a spark. I believe yeah, it. Yeah. I am being a romantic. I am a romantic. But Allie, are you feel are your feelings for Scott Disick clouding your judgment here? Do you I like, think she's no, a masochist. I do not have she, oh, for really? Scott Emily it, loves if him. If she takes him back, she's a masochist. Because he's just going to keep but doing what, what he's doing. That's what he says about her. That she, yeah, he calls her that. That she is only down for him when he's like a mess and, 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 and isn't into her. And it's like a game between the both of them. And I kind of believe that it's as like well. It's like the bad boys. Like when he humbles himself and comes to her on his hands and knees, she's not interested. So I think there is this like a little bit of a sick dynamic between them that goes both ways. Wow. We got okay. another Kylie picture. We did. Let's see. Big black t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> she can, she's a troll. <laughs> she's continuing she's the tease. Okay, well, listen. Next, we will talk to you. Next week, we will back be back at our regular time next week. Um, really want you to listen to our... Well, wait. Let's wait. We want to you guys to also listen to our podcast that we have done and posted this week with um, Laird Hamilton, the surfer, Excellent. and with Alicia Reiner, star Alicia. of... Uh, <laughs> Alicia Reiner, star of Orange is the New Black and Better Things. That's up. And then on Monday, Gretchen Carlson is coming your way. 